Welcome to the Remnant Podcast. This is your host. I am Minister Jackie Wade, and I greet you today in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. And I wanted to come on today to speak with you all about a topic I feel is very important. So many of us, uh, we continue to work our jobs and uh, we run businesses and we volunteer and we're in school. We're taking care of our husbands, our wives, our mothers, our fathers, our children. And then it comes a time when we have to recognize that we also need to take care of ourselves. And it's so important. So today's topic is titled Renewal and Rest. And what does God say about being renewed and resting? When we think about renewal and rest, the first thing that may come to your mind is, well, I may need to get some sleep and I may need to uh, take a nap or I may need to just pull away. And you're totally right, because when we look in the Bible, we found that Jesus, he pulled away from the masses when it was time for him to spend time with God. But renewal and rest is also a spiritual uh, requirement for those that want to grow closer with God. Renewal and rest requires that we know that we still have to, you know, work and we will still have to take care of others. If that's, you know, you're a caretaker or if you have to, um, take care of your children. You can't stop being a mom. You can't stop being a dad, right? The bills still continue to come. However, um, there is an inward part of us that needs to be renewed day by day. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16, it says, therefore, we do not lose heart, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. And so when we look at that scripture there, we see that, of course, every year we're getting older, every day we're getting older and and our outward appearance, our outward features, those things that people will see on the outside of us, yeah, it's wasting away because we're going to age. However, there's a newness in us, in our inward being, which is our spirit. And so in order for us to have this powerful time with God in order for us to elevate ourselves in the things of God and the ways of God and even learn the mind of God, there has to be a renewedness, a restfulness that we have to indulge in so often. And only a believer will know exactly what that takes. Only you and I will know when it's time to pull away from the masses and now start to really concentrate on the things of God so that our inward parts can be renewed for what God is calling us to do. And a lot of times that could really mean that um, you're called to do something in the marketplace, right? A lot of times we feel that the only place we have something to do is on a pulpit. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's totally incorrect because God wants us to dominate all fears, spears of the influence here in the earth. And that could be the marketplace. That could be, you know, it could be in a place of worship. It could be in the area of our community. It could be in the area of of our schools. Uh, Wherever God has called you to, 
there has to be a time of rest and renewal. So from time to time, it is necessary to take a break in order to refresh yourself and to prevent burnout, right? So we know we take vacations, we lay on the beach, we just let the sun, you know, we soak in the sun. And that's one form of rest and renewal because we're renewing the outward parts and somewhat of the inward parts. But there's the other renewal, like I stated, that has to be renewed. Now, how do we renew those things? Well, by the word of God. We have to take a scripture, take declarations from the word of God and read them and declare that you will make it, right? That I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. No matter what may come my way, I am going to stand and walk with God. And he's going to direct my path if I acknowledge him in all of my ways. Then we become, we become planted. The word says like a tree by the rivers of water. And so things will come. Storms may come. Issues may come. Sickness may come. But you will be able to stand. Why do you say that? Because, or why does do I say that? Because you have put yourself in a place of constant rest and renewal. So we find that it's even more necessary to spend time with our Heavenly Father. Right? It's in those precious moments when we spend quiet time with God that we will discover the work of Holy Spirit in our life. It's in those quiet times with God when we reflect and we think about his goodness that we're able to see, God, you kept me. You kept me all through my life. And so now, as I go through this journey, as I may face this hardship, as it may not, as I may not understand what the outcome will be, I know your promise, right? And that's why we have to get in the word of God because his promise is that he bring us to a good and expected end, right? His promise that we will prosper in all things, in all ways, not just prosper financially, but prosper in our soul, prosper in our mind, prosper in our relationships. Um, I like to a lot of times reflect on the bad things that happen because when you can reflect on the things that go wrong, that's an opportunity now for when things do go right, you can look and see that God was in it. A lot of times we see the things that go wrong and we can see people may handle this thing or that thing wrong, but then that's an opportunity for us to say, God, help me so I can get it right. How do we find that? When do we get those solutions? When we rest and we renew ourselves in the word of God. And so God is able to fill those empty reservoirs of our life. And then we return back to the world refreshed. It may be even just two days, just a day or so, just spending that time with God, just playing your music, just worshiping, just reflecting, just meditating. Because when we think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for you and I, guess what? Our soul is going to cry out. Hallelujah. And we can't help but thank God for doing what he's done for us. And so we get uh, filled in those areas that may be weak, those areas that may be tired. And then we can return refreshed, right? We can, we can bear the testimony of our Lord with a new strength and energy that he has drawn us to himself, to the source. We get to reflect on God's glory, right? It says in Ephesians 5 and 1, be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children. 
So most of us, we have a, a role model that we aspire to be, whether that's a teacher, a parent, an employer, or sometimes even a friend. We may want to be like them. Um, yet, when we think about it, Jesus is the perfect role model. See, he's perfect. We, us people, we will let each other down. We may uh, make a mistake. We we don't have it all together because we was we weren't we we're not perfect. We're working towards perfection, but we're not perfect. But Jesus, being perfect in all things, is our perfect role model. So that's why when we reflect, when we renew, when we rest, we want to think about how did God deal with this? How would God think about a problem? How would God react? Just so recently ago, I had the opportunity um, to minister and it was an opportunity where I really had to think at a time where I was under pressure, how would God deal with this? What would please him in this situation? And the only way that I could deal with that prob problematic problem was issue was to remember that God would want me to walk in faith. So faith, if you are a believer today, is a system that has been downloaded in you when you made the decision to walk with God. So that's why it's important that we, you know, go out into the highways and byways, into these places where people do not know God and ask them, are you saved? Because if you become a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to now have a, a system immediately in you where you're going to now have to learn the word. Faith come by hearing and hearing come by the word of God. But you're going to be able to activate something that another person is not able to activate. And someone listening today or someone that will listen, I guarantee you that you can look at your life. And I'm not saying to compare yourself thinking you're better than anyone, but you, you're walking as a believer and someone else may not be walking or know God in the beauty of holiness. And they cannot step out, although we encourage them and we may say things, this level of faith has to be activated in them. I say that to say that when we reflect on God's glory, part of that is his glory is pleasing him, right? And so when God is pleased, we get to see his glory in our life because now he moves mountains. Now, what may have taken you five years, he could do in, in one year. He will give you favor, my God, with people and men, with men and himself. He will give you uh, unprecedented uh, opportunity that you would think would never come to you, but God is saying, you're pleasing me. And as you please me in all of your ways, guess what? There's nothing that I will not do for you according to my will. So we have to remember that Jesus is our role model. We have to remember to never forget that he lived and he worked just like we do today. And he was subject to all types of temptations, to frustrations, to the joys and the sorrows, which we, you and I are subject to today. But we have to allow Holy Spirit to take control of our life and manage it in a way that is acceptable to God. Then and only then will we get to see this measure of likeness to Christ that will glorify God. I thank God for the opportunity to always be able to come on the podcast and talk with you Um I want to encourage you to remember to think on those things that are good and lovely, those things that are noble, those things that are pure and right, those things that are admirable. And if if there be any uh, excellence or praise, think on those things. That's Philippians 4 and 8. 
because life can be unpleasant and life can uh, throw us some, some hurdles that we just never thought we would have to deal with. But always remember that your trouble, your hurdles, it's for a purpose. It has a specific purpose. And God is very intentional on how he created us. And that's why it's very necessary for us to be renewed and to get rest in him. Because when we start to see ourselves like he sees us, we'll know there's nothing that we cannot do. We'll know that we are more than conquerors. We will know that if God be for us, it's more than the whole world against us. Can you even imagine if God be for you, if we really understand that, if God is for me, there is nothing that I cannot do. Then we start to say word things and declarations like this. I could do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. Do you feel that boldness that come upon you? I don't know if you can repeat that with me right now. I can do all things. Yes, I can go after my purpose. I can preach to the masses. I can go in the dark places that he called me to go. I can allow his anointing and his power to rest on me. And I can see deliverance take place as he used me as a vessel. Because why? I can do all things, not through me, not through my strength, but through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. And when we really get to understand that, we'll run a little faster for God. We'll start to seek after him even more. I could do all things, God. Yes, you could do all things, Jackie. You could do all things. Put your name in that blank. You can do all things, Marie. You can do all things, John. You can do all things, Patricia. I can do all things. And that declaration should be our morning declaration every day. This is the day that the Lord have made. I will rejoice. Not, I don't know if I'm going to rejoice. You command your spirit to rejoice. You command your mind to line up. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Then you can say, I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. Think on those things. Remember, it's an important exercise during this rest and renewal. And then renew your character. There's a time when you have to sit back and you have to examine yourself. And you have to say, okay, I know what I have become. But now, God, who, who can I become? Because it's written in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. It says, no eyes have seen, nor ears have heard, nor mind can conceive what God has prepared for those who love him. That's why it's important to write down the vision and make it plain. What's your vision today? What are your goals in life? Write it down. Don't just think about it. Don't just talk about it. Literally get a piece of paper, write down your vision. And write 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 so you can remember the scripture. And then put it in the Bible. Put it in your, in your Bible. Fold it. And so often go back. Put your hand over it. Pray over it. And remind God, this is my vision. And God, you said, 
eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard what you have in store for them that are called and what you have prepared for them who love you. Amen. And so God wants us to be very intentional because he's intentional. He wants us to renew our character. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things have passed away and all things have become new. All things has become new. And most people observe our character and our form of expression. That's what they see first. Yet only a few people really take the time to develop an agreeable character for themselves. And what I mean by that is an, a character that agrees with the character of God. Right? Sometimes I get, you and I could get out of character and I have to immediately look at myself and say, oh gosh, that wasn't, that wasn't something you would do. Forgive me. Help me. Right? Help me to be more like you. Help me to have the mind of Christ. Help me to continue to, um, you you to convict me when I'm not in character. And it may not be something major. It could be a little thing. But Lord, help me. Don't let me be affected by my outside circumstances because then, then I'm not going to be molded the way you want me to be molded. I'm going to be molded the way people wants to mold me. And you're taking me somewhere greater. And that greater, I don't know. But I know when I get to that greater, that if I have your character, I'll have great success. I'll treat people right. I'll love people right. And guess what? What may seem hard for others, it won't be hard for me because you will be pleased and you will be getting the glory because you have molded me, right? It's like, take me to the potter's house and make me over. Creating me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit. And so when we renew our character, we're allowing God then to be glorified once more. See, see, sinners can't change into saints and unpleasant people can't become loving people if they don't have the love of Christ in their hearts. And that's why it's important for us to talk to people, to love people, to encourage people, to get them to that place where they can know Jesus Christ and the remissions of their sins. Why? So that they can have this love that comes upon them, an overwhelming compassion. And I don't care what anyone have done today. I want to say this. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because there is nothing that you have done or will do that will prevent you from being loved by God. He said that he would never leave us. He said that he would never forsake us. And I have made so many mistakes in life and God has still been good to me. He still continues to bless me. Why? Because he already know the path that we take. But when he works on our heart, and we develop this relationship, then we become more like him. And we say, God, I don't want to do that. I want to please you more. And even when we mess up, our desire is, God, I've disappointed you. Be pleased with me. And so he helps us get right back on path and to continue to walk this, this journey. This is a journey. This isn't a, this is a race. We want to race. We got to run. We got to continue to run. We got to continue to walk. But he puts us back in a position where we can continue. Glory be to God. God is worthy today, people of God. He's worthy for his grace and his mercy is sufficient. And I thank him that he's never left me. I thank him that he always will love us. And I don't know about you, but when people walk away and you've been disappointed and you've been hurt and you've been let down, 
I know a person that has never, ever let me down. Never. And when I really got to that conclusion, when I really understood like, God, I'm sitting here focused on, on people and circumstances and I'm, my mind wasn't in this rest and renewal place. And then Holy Spirit reminded me, but you're not giving me my glory. I've never left you, Jackie, and I've never let you down. And when I realized that, I looked to the hills from which came my help. Where, how, why? Because my help and your help, it comes from the Lord alone. People may love you, may may wish the best for you, but the person and the one that will love you the best is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Our God is a mighty God. And so I turned my focus to God. And he said, if you focus on me, I'll learn, I'll teach you how to love the others that you felt disappointed you when they really didn't. I needed you for myself. And today God is saying that to you. He needs you for himself because there's a perfect plan that he's created for you and I. And until we give him our all, until we truly say, God, I give it to you. He starts to do the unimaginable. So we open our life to him. We give our heart to him. We decide to allow him to use us for his glory. We we submit our mind and our ways to him. And it's a constant walk. Every day we decide to say, God, you get the glory because he's a gentleman. He's the best gentleman I've ever met. He don't force his will on us. Right. And so when you open your life to Christ, his influence is reflected in your life. And a transformation comes, right? You surrender yourself to the Lord. And through that, your character changes, my God. And it does truly change. He gets the glory. He gets the honor. And guess what? He gets the praise. Then he lets you know that he's with you. Zephaniah 3 and 17 says, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save and he will take great delight in you. We get to see his peace and prosperity in this place of rest and renewal. We get to see, he says in Isaiah 26 and 3, you, God will keep us in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on him because we trust in him. See, when our minds are focused on the love of God, we we experience this indescribable peace of mind. When you trust God during every day and through every problem, you will be able to enjoy his peace by focusing on him and the peace and prosperity that he gives. You are set free from worry. Why? Because you know that God is in control of your life and no person or no circumstance can disturb that tranquility. His love begins to unfold and it covers you and it covers your loved ones. See, this freedom, it can't be taken away by anyone or anything. And you know why? Because you put your trust in God. You put your faith in God. And even when it seems like a way won't get made, you have to know that you know that you know that God, his responsibility is to take care of you. He didn't say I might. He said, I will supply all of your needs. Not one, not two, 
I will supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory. And so when we really understand that, there's a peace that comes upon us, a peace in the midst of chaos, a peace in the midst of a storm, a peace that surpasses all understanding. And then you'll know for certain, you could take any worry to God, you'll know for certain that you could cast your cares on him. Why? Because he cares for you. Yeah, your mother may care for you. Your father may care for you. Your sister, your brother, your aunts, your uncles. But guess who cares the most? God. So he said, cast those cares to me. You have a care? Cast it to me. And guess what? Let me handle it. All I need you to do is please me. And as you please me, I'm handling your care. All I need you to do is keep walking in love. And as you walk in love, I'm handling your care. All I need you to do is keep being a giver, however that is, loving people, helping people, pushing people, and let me deal with that care. And then not only will I deal with the care, I'm going to give you some bonuses. I'm going to allow you to live a long life. I'm going to allow you to have a peace in the midst of chaos. I'm going to allow you to experience uh, having something you thought you could never have. I'm going to allow you to see my glory, not because of you, but because of me. And because you were willing to accept me, I could demonstrate my glory through you so other people will see you and know that the God you serve is real. See, he could use us now for his glory. And we are just an instrument. That's all. We're just an instrument. So today I say to those that may look at people and say, wow, look at them. They have all of this and they have all of that. Well, some people may get things because they do it a certain way. There's other people that's following God and his plan and they practice this rest and renewal. They get in their word at, uh, as much as possible. They renew their mind as much as possible and they want to be used by God. And guess what? When they want to be used by God, he say, oh, you want to be used by me? Oh, you're about to experience something that you never will experience. All because you just want to be used by me. And yes, it's a leap of faith. Yes, you struggle with that purpose. You may struggle today with God. I know I have something on my life, but I'm just not ready. When are, you, when, when are we ever ready? But when we make the decision to say, God, this is it. It's all or nothing. Your promises have been true. And you ain't a man, you're not a man that you shall lie. Then we take our rightful place. Then we start to see ourselves as God sees us. And then and only then will God do a miraculous thing in your life. He's worthy of it. He's our heaven, He's our heavenly peace. He's our heavenly peace. John 14, 27 says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. There's no greater peace. You can have all the money in the world and not have peace. You can have all the family in the world and not have peace. But when we have the peace of God, there's nothing that can move us off of that peace. It says, this joy I have, I know you heard it. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away. My God. And so I thank God today that storms will come. Issues will come. Problems will come. Will your finances be hit? Absolutely. 
But remember, there may be a time when God wants you to walk in a greater level of faith. There may be a time when God is saying, I need you to declare and decree my promises because I need to take you higher. Will you go through a time of struggle and, and rest? Absolutely. Will you will you unrest? Absolutely. There's a time when we want we God is allowing our faith to be strengthened. He's looking at us and he's saying, you can do all things through me. You can do it. Don't give up. Don't give in. You can do it, but only in my power. So every day we have to declare, God, let your power fall upon me. Let your strength fall upon me. Not in my strength, but in your strength. And then, only then, when he knows that we need a rest, he will open up the floodgates of heaven and pour you out a blessing. And you'll get some rest even for your natural body as well as your spirit. I've been there. He's faithful. So God's peace is unfailing. And today I say peace be unto you, my friends. Peace be unto you. For God, he's worthy. And he will do exactly what his words say that he will do. So turn to Christ today. The Lord God is our strength and he blesses his people with peace. He's a, he allow us in this rest and renewal to be endowed with his peace. He gives us the freedom in Christ. And peace is one of our inheritances from the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we'll know that we can walk in God's perfect timing. We'll know that he controls our thoughts. We'll know that there's nothing that can separate us from his love. We'll know that we're in his safe keepings. We'll know that there are greener pastures. We're not, we will know that God guides us. We will know that there is hope for the future. We'll know that he relieves any anxiety. We'll know that we can trust in God. We'll know that we can mount up on the, on the wings of eagles and we will not faint. We'll have an unshakable trust. We'll know that he's holy and omnipotent. omnipotent. We'll know that we can face every trouble for the future. We'll know that it's going to take faith and trust. We'll know the riches of life. We'll hold fast to his hope. We will know that we are light in the darkness. We'll know that God has a plan for our future. We'll know that there's a divine companionship when we rest and renew with him. We'll know that God is faithful. We'll know that he, his love fills our heart with hope. We'll know that we could take heart. We'll know the ways of God. We'll know the love of God. And most of all, we'll know that he is our hiding place. We'll know that God's love will guide us. It will watch over us. And then we'll know that he is our refuge. He says, I am that I am, meaning he is everything. And so today, I encourage you that if you've never given your heart to Christ, give your heart to him today. And God is an ever-present help in a time of trouble. You can say this prayer with me now, and then we will pray in our podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining me today on this topic called Renewal and Rest. 
I am your host, Jackie Wade, and I encourage you to keep uh, in touch with us through our social media on our Facebook page at The Remnant Podcast with Jackie Wade. We're also on Instagram at The Remnant Podcast, and we are on YouTube. Um, We have our live episodes, which will start back in December of 2022. So I thank you again for joining me. Pray this prayer with me today if you would like to give your heart to the Lord Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you now. I thank you that, Lord, although I am a sinner, I give my heart to you and my mind to you. I ask that you will forgive me of all of my sins. Lord God, I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus died and was raised from the grave for the remission of my sins. And now he lives in me. Lord God, forgive me for anything that I've done or anything that I've said that has not brought um, praise to your holy name. So I confess and I believe that you are the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And if you've just prayed that prayer, God is well pleased with you. You are saved. You are a new creature in Christ. The angels of heaven are rejoicing and we are rejoicing with you as well. We say hallelujah and glory to his name for you coming aboard on today that you have identified that Jesus is Lord, that he died for your sins and that he was raised from the grave for the remissions of your sins. And he now lives in you and you have confessed that with your mouth. We thank you today for joining us. And we want to say a prayer before we end this podcast. Please share the podcast with anyone you feel could be, uh, this could benefit on rest and renewal as we renew ourselves and we rest. Not only is our outward bodies perishing, but we need to know that our inward body, our spirit is being renewed and refreshed as we spend time with the Lord Jesus Christ and our minds are stayed on him. Now, Father, as we pray today, we thank you for each person that has listened to this podcast, God, and will listen. Lord God, we thank you today for your grace and your mercy. Father, we thank you for being so loving towards us, even when we did not know who you were in our lives. God, we thank you and we say hallelujah. Lord God, today as we go on our our quest, our journey, and we continue to walk with you, Father, we ask, God, that you will anoint us afresh, God, that you will give us a freshness in you and renew us and renew our minds in you. Lord God, give us every person that's listening to this podcast, give them a hunger and thirst for meditating in your word, for praying unto you and just thinking about you, Lord God. Father, we thank you now that you will allow them to walk in a deeper understanding of who you are to them, God, and that, Lord, each person will start to see you themselves as you see them. Father, we thank you for your word declares, God, that we are more than conquerors. So everything that we stand in need of, God, has been conquered already. And Lord, we just need to declare your word as it as it uh, pertains to each situation in our life. Father, we thank you for declarations that will be written by your people and that they will recite these declarations over their lives. Father, we thank you, Father, that they will uh, even start to know, God, that they can do all things through you that strengthens us, God. And so, Lord, it's not in our might, it's not in our power, but it's by your might and your power, God, that we will obtain those things that you will allow us to have. Father, we thank you for having the mind 
of Christ today. We thank you, Lord God, for allowing us, God, to have understanding of your word, Father. And now, God, we ask that it will rest, rule, and abide not only in our hearts, but in our minds. And our minds and our hearts will be as one in sync, that we will not just be hearers of your word, but God, we will be doers of your word. Father, we ask God right now that you would allow us, God, to see ourselves, God, that if we do anything that is shortcoming of you, Father, that you will help us to be more like you. Not just so that, God, we can be all that you've called us to be, God, but that you will bring men. You said that if I will be lifted up, that you would draw all men unto yourself. So, Father, we know that people may not read their Bible, but they will read our lives. So help us, God, to be an open book, that people will see us and be pleased and draw, and you would do the drawing. We thank you now that every person, God, is covered in your precious blood. Lord, we thank you that there is no backlash and retaliation against this prayer. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, I want to thank you again for joining the Remnant Podcast. Be blessed be blessed. And uh, for those that have joined me uh, going forward, we will do some live podcasts on Pie Bean. So I encourage you to call in, um, be my special guest, give me a testimony. Let's talk about the goodness of God. And then we have some exciting things coming forth in 2023. God is doing some great things through and for the Remnant Podcast. So I want to encourage you to come on board because we're going to uh, have special guests and those special guests, I want to do some special things for you all in 2023. Look, pray for me as I continue to uh, do the will of God and I'll be praying for each and every one of you. Feel free to send me prayer requests at kingdompower0916 at gmail.com. If you have any prayer requests for yourself, your family or friends, please send it to Power. 0916 at gmail.com. Listen, be blessed. Have a blessed day in the Lord for this is the day that the Lord have made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Have a blessed day.